what, what kinds of things will you be doing on the podcast? Um, I, I'm also walking away with this as a solid representation of what all of Colorado does in their free time. <laughs> I'm listening to this podcast. Amy, I noticed, uh, as long as we're still on the podcast, um, I noticed that... Uh, for sure a podcast. Yeah. Like a Marshall podcast from eight months ago. This podcast brought to you by R.C. Colton. If you guys can do it weekly, that'd be great. So, How often do you see each other anyway? Every day. There's some parts uh, we might edit. Because, you know, we get to talking, sometimes we kind of, you know, we go all over the place. And for me, actually, that's like editing this has kind of been interesting because there's kind of like this public face you know of conversation that everyone is used to having right everything you post on twitter is public everything you post on facebook is public like our public selves are more and more of our lives are like public and then there's also like you and your friends you know like behind the scenes it could be a very different type of conversation and i actually found that kind of interesting when i was thinking like oh i don't know if we want to put this out there publicly and I don't know, for some reason that feels like powerful in some way right now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that could be some kind of a powerful unifying thing is I think everybody has like these sides of themselves they don't necessarily like make public. Um, I don't know if you felt that way, like, it, but some of these conversations, just when people kind of, in the safety of friendship, you know, will get kind of raw or go to some kind of like... I don't know, like inappropriate place. I tried to join the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. This on your podcast and spoke to me. No, you already did. Still recording. So I tried to join the Ku Klux Klan because I told them there's a lot of niggas I hate too. And I was fighting with my Jewish homegirl at the time. I was like, I don't like this Jew girl, and I'm mad a couple niggas. So can y'all let me in? So who'd you talk to? Like no. What do you mean? Who'd you call? I'm just some really racist people I know. No, I mean, like, a, oh. there's a difference between that and just, like, online, like, yeah. line crossing or something. Mm-hmm. There's there's something about being in a room together with people who already know that we love each other, and then we go to all these, like, I don't know, raunchy places or go to all these, like, um, just, like, for lack of a better term, like, politically incorrect places or something. Yeah. So, talking to a clan member, and I'm like, look, I hate yeah, niggas, too. <laughs> Let me in the clan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm mad at some niggas. And my Jewish homegirl and I, like I said, we were in a fight, so I'm like, I'm mad at this Jewish, I'm mad at this nigga. Let me in. I think I'm a perfect candidate, you know what I'm saying, to be down. I hate a lot and of they told me, you hate. Right. And they told me they didn't do that. And I was like, well, that's not EEOC. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be equal opportunity. <laughs> they're you know not what I'm saying? They advertise the fact yeah. that they're not. I was just yeah, like, I think they're against that policy. I was just like, I was like, so y'all don't have, I was like, there's no, like, affirmative action, like, adopting program or something that I can join so that because I saw homie on Facebook standing there with y'all hold the side see how he get in See? <laughs> so, yeah. See? So I was just like, let me in. And they were just like, no. And they wouldn't tell me where the meetings were. And then he stopped talking to me. And I thought that was really rude. There was a point in time years ago where we, Jamie and I were doing a, some sort of radio station interview. And the DJ who was interviewing us, he was slightly taken aback. He's like, I didn't think you guys would be, you know, like cracking jokes. He's like, well, right. why not? He's like, well, you know, I just listened to the music. I just assumed you to be all like super serious all the time. It's like, man, oh, so I mean, and I think there might be some people who might have that conception, and we're not actually trying to burst that bubble, but it's just it's fun to be able to show more of ourselves than like we don't. Songs are short, so you can't reveal like the whole 
the entirety of yourself through any song or like it's, it's even difficult to do that through a corpus of songs but it's nice to be able to do this where you get to show the conversations and like show actually and sometimes like how the ways in which we even get to those songs and believe it or not there's a lot of jokes that uh, sometimes will result in a very socially aware song like we right we like to play I mean I'm rap about poop and tampons like that's <laughs> that's two topics <laughs> two topics or one so spoiler alert it's not that serious. Yeah. I mean, it is that serious. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, shit is serious right yes. now. Yes. And, and our podcast sometimes isn't that serious. No, no. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious if, uh, if there's any moment, like, moments to stand out for you in, like, the last month of, of things that we've been doing. Because it's, I mean, to kind of recap, like, we, we played a few shows, um, one of those shows was right after Charlottesville, mm-hmm. and we ended up actually reformatting our set a little bit. And you played two shows that day. Yeah, yeah. What was that day like for you to be performing, like right after that? Uh, I will never be a mouthpiece for the black experience, and I do think that there's something in common with a lot of us as far as I think a lot of black folks reactions to Charlottesville were far more subdued in a way it's like yeah of course I, I think we've been the least shocked mm-hmm. by this stuff you know members of the clan just already yeah. or you looked them up in the phone book no my dad used to work with several of them they're clan members Oh. Like he would ask them, "How's the clan meeting?" And he'd be like, "Oh, great! We talked about getting rid of them Jews." Like, I mean, like, <laughs> very open with it. So, and plus, this is Colorado. I, I mean, I live by Stapleton. So, yeah. for right, me, right. it felt um, many ways like very much business as usual. It didn't feel heavier, but like where we were playing, we were playing for like audiences of people who don't look like me. So it felt like there was an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, take this where, like, um, you know, there are groups of people now who are more aware of, an, of, of these issues that are, like, are kind of an ev- everyday reality for, for black folk um, or for people of color. And um, so in some ways, is I felt a little, and I know this is probably just me, but I felt lighter. Because I'm like, oh, all right, cool, you see it. You see it. Right. Now everybody knows. <laughs> this is what we were talking about. This is right. what we've always been talking about. This is what my father, this is what my grandmother, this is like my great-grandparents have been talking about this whole time. It's not dead. It's there. It's 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 alive. Um, and it's like, so it's, um in some ways it felt like a relief. And so in the same way with the performances, it just felt easier to be able to like speak about it from the stage mm-hmm. and have people instead of like, they didn't have... Um, the uh, I, I don't see color or um, uh, post-racial things are just like right. arguments that just don't show up anymore and that's that's nice well and the show we performed up in Fort Collins was pretty fun because then I mean, you played back to back with us and then with Los Dreamers yeah. um, which is already this like super group of people from a, a, a variety of backgrounds a variety of musical backgrounds and just an incredible amount of talent on the stage on one stage and then we ended up kind of roaming the town, <laughs> like roaming, roaming Fort Collins as a band of musicians, just yeah. like stepping into this like s- group of street performers and like, you know, lighting with, it up with the cipher and then uh, 
you know, getting on the piano, like one of the musicians from Los Dreamers yeah, that, jumped like, on the piano. Yeah, because like Fort Collins is trying to, like, you know, brand itself as a music city and is doing a brilliant job of it. So I, they have a thing that a lot of downtowns have now where they'll have pianos all over the place. And so, yeah, we, we half the people from our bands, like, came in and crashed street performers and another. And then, like, somebody else just did a beautiful, like, Diana just did a beautiful song, the name of which I don't know. It's um, called La Bruja. La Bruja. Oh, the witch? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, on, on one of those pianos, and it was just amazing. Gosh. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a fantastic time. Thank you.